Welcome, everybody, to They Cast from the Coast. My name is Adam Miles, and I'm joined, as always, by Josh Lambert, Aaron Peerless, and Tim Johnson. Tim, what are we speaking about tonight? This movie is so awesome that we're doing another episode about it. From 2009, Dead Snow. <laughs> Stay tuned. enlighten us with a synopsis for this movie. A ski vacation turns horrific for a group of medical students as they find themselves confronted by an imaginable menace. Nazi zombies. Hang on a second. I didn't see a ski or a ski pole in any of this shit. Well, they they had they had their, <laughs> their jet skis. Yeah. That's what the girlfriend was doing. I was going to say Sarah. She went on like, she went like cross country skiing. Yeah, but we yeah. didn't even see Sarah, man. Well, at the beginning. Yeah, uh, the start. At the beginning. At the beginning. Okay. I guess there's skis on the front of the snowmobile. Listen, it's a ski vacation, but they're not doing much skiing. They're doing more vacationing. And tubing. And tubing. They're lollygagging around with all the yeah. snowmobiles. And zombie and killing. Dudes and... Okay, all right. All right. It's a, it's a zombie killing in, vacation. In the outhouse. I just hanging yeah. in the outhouse. I'm just, I'm just picking. I'm just picking. Ireland, Ireland. All right. So yes, we have eight medical students who go on a very cliched adventure throughout the annals of horror. Where to, Adam? Where to? Where are they to going? To a remote ski cabin. There's that word again. Ski. <laughs> <laughs> Skeevy. Eight college students go to an abandoned cabin in the woods. Interesting. Wow. That, that doesn't sound uh, that doesn't sound uh, inspired by anything by any means, does it? To Sounds be fair, unique to me. They legit have gone above and beyond to say that this movie was inspired by evil. Hundred percent. This like, movie, they what, absolutely like. <sighs> yeah. This yeah. movie is 100% inspired by horror cliches of all types, but Evil Dead is like a main structural component for this movie. This movie literally is entirely self-aware of what it wants to be, which is what makes it a good choice in movies. Whenever I used to do a rated S for shit, like uh, the old segment when I did it originally, it was when a movie took itself too seriously and failed. This movie, if it took itself seriously and the director was like, this is the greatest fucking horror movie ever made, it's a serious horror, I probably would say, you're an idiot. And treat this movie like garbage. But the fact that this movie literally goes above and beyond to pay homage, to deal with the cliches, to include as much as it can, to put all the hidden, you know, signs and, and Easter eggs for horror movie fans to point out, it, it, it is just a compilation of love and cliches for horror in general. And you done? Are you done? You, yeah. Tim, yeah. <laughs> you almost started going on a rated S for shit, but now it's like <laughs> yeah. dead. And this is not rated S for shit. <laughs> I, it is not. It is it's not rated SS for super shit. Oh. <laughs> but it also ties oh. in because they're Nazi zombies. It's funny because they're Nazis. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny and the Nazis, Nazis 
or known as the SS. Yes. Right. Uh, yeah. Very good. Oh, 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 Josh, I missed that tone when you're explaining jokes. <laughs> <laughs> you don't do it very often anymore. Or maybe you do, it's just because I don't see you that much, but I really missed that. <sighs> All right. So let's talk about the eight students here for a moment. So we got Martin, who... Who's that? <laughs> the unsuspecting Ash hero type. The one who, it is a twist in this movie, who you think is probably not going to be the one that makes it, but ends up being the guy, the final girl guy, as it is, whatever, to make it to the end. Martin. Um, a couple quick things. He's a bit of a dick. <laughs> <laughs> the little prank that he the little prank that he plays on his girlfriend Why? he's like sitting over top of her going put on the blindfold and then all of a sudden he gets the fucking pillow and it's like is he fucking like he's smothering her and she's like freaking out and shit he's like what a dick and he's like i was only joking i wasn't really gonna kill you she's already having a fucking panic attack and shit like total dick it, it's he hilarious looks, don't get me wrong he looks at her like why are you so pissed <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that was a prank, dear. I wasn't really gonna smother you. Just a you. prank, bro. Just yeah. a prank, bro. Yeah. Put the plastic um, bag on my head and hold it there for a while. That'll be a great laugh. He's also a medical <laughs> student who has a who has like a, a a real fear of like wounds and blood. Like she, like she cuts herself and he's like, <laughs> like I'm gonna lose my leg. <laughs> It's not funny. Um, but he does end up with the hero. Uh, he ends up being the hero. And, uh, in, a, in a sick twist of uh, fate that uh, very, very much so, once again, harkens kind of back to Evil Dead. He ends up being, the, you know, killing his girlfriend. So that's, you know, it's kind of interesting the way that the story turns that way. Uh, we have Erland. Erland is the Adam of the movie. <laughs> He is the the chubby, funny guy that just kind of like is there for comedic humor. It's like, haha, look at the guy. He's chubby and funny, and it, you know he's he's like, is he a ginger? I don't know, but he looks it. The picture that I'm looking at right now, he does look like a more here here. Let me, let me like bring a him clean up. shaven, well put. No, together, no, Adam. he's got to be a clean be shaven, a well put together, Adam. <laughs> Shut if up, Adam, Josh. If Adam, if Adam made different choices in his life. <laughs> if Adam was like Norwegian or some shit. I like, like this that, character. This is the only guy that, that got some just as he's finished having a shit. Everybody That's the there. worst. I was so confused during that scene. I, I think I I think I did the dry heave thing. I think I was like, oh. And, uh, <laughs> oh, you did have a beard. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to get it so you can. Yeah, you uh, can. It's too bright. It. Yeah, it's all good. It's all but just put Adam's face there. <laughs> Absolutely. Just put Adam's face there where it doesn't look like it should be, but it should be. <laughs> all right. So we have Erland. So he's the cut up. He's the Joker. He's he's the, the 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 horror movie fanatic that wears the brain dead T shirt. He's he's us in this movie. He is the Absolutely. us of this movie. Yeah. And I kind of like that. He's he's a fun character. He's he's kind of one of my favorites. Um, then we have uh, Vagard. Um, so Vagard is—he's uh, the one that we think is kind of kind of be the ash of this movie because he goes through hell. He's the one. Uh, his girlfriend Sarah is the one that never comes back. So he goes out on the the uh, snowmobile. Snowmobile. <laughs> to, yeah. Thank you, Josh. Had a brain fart. Ski doo. Ski doo. He goes out on the ski doo to uh, go find her, and he ends up uh, kind of coming in contact with the Nazis and finding out about the Nazis, uh, zombies. And, uh, you know, he gets bitten and he, he ends up being a badass, throwing the, the machine gun on the front of the friggin', uh, the ski do and all that shit. So yeah, he's he kind of, he, he, he's a bit of a kick-ass character. And he has my second favorite death in the movie where the zombies just all kind of pull him apart. Like he's a fucking <laughs> Christmas turkey. I thought it was fantastic. It was a great, great little death. Um, but he's, he's who you think is going to be the hero. Cause it's like, he goes through hell and he comes out the other end and you're kind of like, yeah, this guy's going to help save the day. Nope. He's dead. <laughs> uh, we have, uh, who turns out to be kind of Martin's friend, Roy. He's, uh, kind of with Martin throughout the entirety of everything else. When the girls go for help and, uh, and, uh, Vagard's gone and Erlen's already dead. He's the one that's there doing the massacre on the, on the mountaintop with, uh, with Martin and he succumbs to a hammer across the head from uh, from Herzog himself. 
a uh, little little bit of a a shit way to go, you know. Just kind of like, get his know. intestines stuck on a tree too. Well, when yeah. yeah, when he got hit with the hammer, uh, he kind of hit the tree, right. and when he kind of rolled backwards, his like intestines were stuck to the tree. So. Yeah. And didn't they make a reference to that earlier in the film? Yeah, yeah. I think they did. The weird, the weird guy that like came up to him was talking to him and said something to the effect of. Oh, you're a medical student. What are you going to do when your intestines are sitting out in front of you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. true. The foreshadowing. The foreshadowing. Good one, Josh. Good one. Good catch. Uh, and then we have uh, the, the girls, uh, Liv and Hannah, who uh, Liv had one of the coolest death scenes in the movie, not necessarily effects-wise, but she turned out to be pretty badass because when she's like lying there getting eaten by the zombies, she pulls out like one of the uh, stick grenades that he has, and she's like basically like a fuck you and sets it off and... I love, it. I love how like... they set that scene up where it's like kind of foggy and you just kind of, she's going in and out of consciousness. It's yeah. really good. Yeah, that was and then cool. you see Hannah running and you can see the explosion and the body parts flying in the background. It's like, yeah, it's pretty cool. And obviously we have Hannah, uh, Martin's girlfriend who, uh, she, she's a weird character. Um, she's actually like... kind of like my least favorite character in this movie though. I liked, I, th- I, you're my least favorite character on this show. <laughs> <laughs> now it's getting personal I, Tim I don't mean it I don't mean it no I, I see what you mean but I ended I liked her I she was one of those characters like she had to be there but she definitely had to be there I think to progress the story and stuff um, it, it, I'm she, sorry it kind of sucks it kind of sucks the way that she goes though Adam you're my favorite character on the lo- show I love you too Tim I love you too um <laughs> You I'm my own favorite, but I'm my own favorite character too, Tim. So you're right. Okay, good. Uh, <laughs> uh, and we already talked about Sarah, and then we got uh, Chris, one of the other friends. He's just, you know, he, he's kind of fodder. <laughs> red shirt. He's a red shirt. He's a red shirt. He's fodder in this movie. <laughs> um, and then we have obviously the the doom soothsayer, as he is the the crazy Ralph of this movie, who who hates the coffee that he was given. What a dickhead. What a yeah, dick right. is right. You like into these who made the coffee? Cabin. You drink their coffee. You insult them. You start call them, them names. Start you telling drink their them, beer. Start yeah. telling them weird fucking stories about Nazis. Ghost stories and spook yeah. them out. Mm. What an arsehole. Well, the best was Go actually... Your tent. Well, the oh, best was when he made them point the out who... Right? Well, I love it when he made them point out who made the coffee. Who made the coffee? It was terrible. <laughs> it's like just yeah. so he could tell it to her face. Yeah. <laughs> you know, oh man. But he he was an interesting character because he is he's he's the crazy Ralph. He's he's the one that's going to help progress the story just a little bit more. He's he's how the characters know what's going on without oh, knowing what's going yeah, on. Yeah, he's the 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 exposition bearer. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, he tells them about you know the the cursed items as they are the cursed treasure that should be around. He tells them the whole background story and all that beautiful stuff. So, um, Josh, was this your first time seeing this movie? It was. Wow. I'd really, I think that we'd really like to hear your notes on it. We would. Oh, okay. All right. Keep that monotone. Go. Uh, my first viewing of Dead Snow took place december 6 2020 at 1 30 p.m um i'm betting this film didn't take us too seriously based on the opening soundtrack which i like uh, uh the opening title is dude snoo 45 minute walk up the mountain while he zips up on a snowmobile dick move bud dick move. <laughs> i was just gonna say dick <laughs> yep Definitely could have took one of the ladies on the back, rode down, went back up, grabbed another one, rode back down. Nope. You guys are hiking 45 minutes. I'm zipping up. What a dick. Dick. Uh, so Evil Dead references already, along with Friday the 13th, when they message Buddy that wears the brain dead shirt uh, when they're talking to him and they ask him something to the effect of staying in a cabin in the woods. What movie is that like? And he just straight up drops Evil Dead 1 and 2. Yep. A group of college students spending a weekend in an old abandoned cabin in the woods. They're playing Sexy Twister. <laughs> sexy Twister. I like how you said that. Uh, uh, just an animal. Again, another Evil Dead reference. 
when the uh, cellar door bursts open, and I think it's Shelly or Linda. Uh, it's, I think it's Cheryl. <clears throat> she goes, it was probably just an animal. Uh, who's the arsehole that just comes in, drinks their beer, insults their coffee? Complete arsehole. Completely. Especially uh, when you're living in a tent and there's no heat yeah. or anything. Or anything. The yeah. fuck? That's another question I got yeah. later on. I know. Uh, great neck slice. I don't know what you thought of the neck slice, Aaron. I thought, thought it was, was great, man. Well I thought it was good. Yeah. What the fuck? This guy lives in a tent. How do you just live in an orange tent on the top of a mountain? And then you're going to come in and insult people's coffee and drink their beer. It's like, bro. It was terrible. It's like, bro. Is this a horror film or a 90s snowmobile ad? Because they spent an awful lot of time just zipping around on the snowmobile with some music in the background. That they did. Uh, uh, oh, shit. Great gore effects on the arsehole in the tent. Uh, when he's revealed. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the point where in real life I think you just get out of Dodge. When you <laughs> come around and you see this dead guy in a tent and I go, okay, time to leave. Uh, fuck right off. He's wearing a brain dead t-shirt. Fuck right off. So excited. <laughs> uh, Nazi treasure, exclamation point. There are no good jokes which do not contain pee, poo, or sperm. <laughs> Just a rule to live by. You wanted uh, to hear banging... that joke, by the way. Yeah, I, You're right. <laughs> uh, banging a dude while he's taking a deuce. That's <laughs> I don't know if this is a cultural difference with these folks that are up in Sweden living in the cold, and, you know, the outhouse is warm, but that's fucking revolting. That's That's disgusting. I mean, let's face it, he was done. He he was wiped. Was he? Well, he... <laughs> they make sure they get the shot with him getting some paper from the, from the oh, paper. Okay, and, I didn't notice and that. And he leaps over. I, I, missed <laughs> I, missed I thought he was still dropping a deuce while she just climbs up on him. Dude, it's it was like... Pretty gross. Same, yeah, it was like three seconds after. Disgusting. It, absolutely. Fucking animals. His, Fucking his, animals. his anus didn't relax yet. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> fell in the shooter like in sleepaway camp. I, I like that they even had like the sleepaway camp reference when the when she was down in the shooter. Yep. Uh, and as with any good horror story, a boomstick. There's no fucking around, no getting picked off. It's time for war at this point. So they kind of pick off one or two of them, and then it's just all out fucking zombie combat. Uh. Damn, they split his head right in half after the iconic eye gouge, which again is another Evil Dead reference. Yep. I, lo- I don't I love understand. The split. Yeah. I don't understand why they are so upset that they aren't around. Like, now's your chance to get out. So they get out of the cabin in the morning and they're looking around and the zombies are all gone. They're like, well, where did they go? This bitch, don't worry about it. Just, just get going. <laughs> like, bitch, hey, don't worry. <laughs> just go. Uh, they have the classic Evil Dead quick cut montage whenever they're like building something, which I love. Uh, Sarah's reveal of her gore was super gnarly with like the droopy eye. Uh, the Nazi zombie beatdown scene was good. Hanging zombie, hanging by the zombie intestines. That's got to earn some creativity points for me. Uh, the scene where she gets ripped apart but is still conscious was really good. I really loved how they kind of conveyed that she's coming in out of conscious while she grabs the grenade stick. I wrote, just live in that tree for the rest of your life. Eat bird eggs and enjoy worms. This is your life now. What's uh, up with that beating, crow, man? That crow uh, is... That crow beating is. the crow to death is definitely more <laughs> suspicious than a crow cawing. <laughs> The Nazi zombies would have just been like, eh, there's a crow, that that happens. Uh, hearing a crow get bashed against a tree and then dropping the crow's corpse, yeah, that's suspicious. <laughs> I, I laughed so hard when he threw the Molotov cocktail 
and it landed in the cabin. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> because that would be me. It was a very Shaun of the Dead scenario. It's like, okay, I got a great idea. I got a Motel cocktail. I'm going to burn these bastards down. This is and... Josh's moment to shine. Yeah, smash like, right against the, music, the wall. The music well, playing. Yeah. <laughs> somebody, somebody yelling in the background, Josh, open your eyes before you throw that. Oh, I loved it. It, it killed me. Uh, you waited until now to call the emergency number. Third day, two, getting mauled, seeing half their friends killed by zombies, and they're like, oh, well, we should call 911. Uh, the chainsaw, another Evil Dead reference, and then another Evil Dead quick cut montage. This film is so Rami inspired, it borders on infringement. Uh, sewing his neck together with a fishing line. Very good scene. Brutal. Brutal. Definitely gave me the cringe. Another quick cut montage, just in case you forgot this film was an Evil Dead tribute. Uh, is she going to do the spit trick when she's underneath? She didn't, which I don't really understand. Why not? Kind of. Well, she did have. It. She did have a runny nose. I saw that. So that was kind of working in her favor. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's like, I feel like they shouldn't have had that conversation if they weren't going to use it. Uh, the par arm popping out of the ground. Another Evil Dead reference. When the arm pops up out of this. No. Uh, oh, fuck. Zombie disembowel. Chainsaw disemboweling Nazi zombies. Uh, the snowmobile on top of the zombie was just like the lawnmower in Brain Dead. Mm -hmm. They tore him limb to limb, literally. And then they wrote, did he just accidentally axe her? He did. <laughs> uh, and then I just wrote, boss fight. Uh, the pile of guts that dropped from him was completely vile and disgusting. Right on his face? like it. Oh, oh just <laughs> vile. I know. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, fuck right off. He's gonna chainsaw his hand off. <laughs> Followed by another quick cut montage to cauterize his arm. And then he got the old bite in the dick. <laughs> he got bit in the dick. And then oh, he, and then he right. thinks about doing it with the chainsaw and like, cutting it and he's like, uh, uh, no. Yeah. And I, I love how his buddy was like, yeah, man, chop your arm off. You don't want to turn into a zombie. But when he gets bit in the dick, he's like, nah, bro, nah. <laughs> nah. It's too much. Like, too much. Don't do it. <laughs> I'll just take it. I'll just be a zombie. That killed me. <laughs> yeah, it was good. <laughs> At this point, I realized the main evil Nazi even kind of looked like Evil Lash with the exposed with that, bottom jaw. The bottom yeah. jaw, yeah. I wrote, uh, my last note here was just, he was just misunderstood. He just wanted his treasure back. It's just his, his rightfully pillaged Nazi treasure. His rightfully yeah. pillaged Nazi treasure. I love this fucking movie. I ain't even gonna lie. <laughs> I could tell you had some real uh, energy with your notes tonight, Josh. I like yeah. this. It's gonna be a it. good final review tonight too. Hi everybody, this is Vincent DeSanti, the writer and director of Friday the 13th fan film Never Hike Alone, and you are listening to the great commentary of They Cast from the Coast. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to check out Never Hike Alone, which is streaming for free on YouTube right now. Uh, Aaron, yeah. talk to us about the effects of this movie. Well, I mean, th there were so many effects in this um, in this movie that I'm not going to go into great detail over every single one of them because it was just a, I mean, up to the what, you know, one quarter of the movie, it was just like, okay, they're setting it up, here we go, and then mayhem happened, and it's like it's on, right? Opening sequence, kind of an indirect effect. Um, Let's cut. This is just. I, I've got some of my own notes, like put in here in between the effects. But I. But I'm like, let's cover someone's face right up as a joke, and be like, ah, I'm just joking. Uh, feels exactly like they copied Evil Dead. It does. I'm like, this has every reference to every every. I mean, it. It. I don't think there was one thing that stood alone. <laughs> 
that didn't have some sort of reference to uh, another movie or or whatever. Um, yeah. So uh, they get the shotgun going and they pull that thing down. Obviously, they you know they're med students or whatever, so they're not going to know exactly how to use a shotgun. And they were kind of looking at it all like that. Uh, finger right in the trigger, right? Just right in the trigger. Like, let's just hang it right in there. It's like, no, no. You wouldn't want to be around somebody that does that. I always want no, to lay but that's accurate, right? Well, I mean, if somebody doesn't know how to use it and they're cocking the thing and they're like, yeah, finger in the trigger. All right, you're going to blow somebody's head off and it's not going to be one of the zombies. <laughs> um, decent slit throat effect. It happened so fast. And he was wearing his costume up pretty high. And, you know, like it was... It was a very quick kind of thing, and then he dips his head back, and you see it, and, and it, yeah, it's great. I didn't see any flaws with that. I thought that was a, a really good – and then he tumbles back and makes his way back to the – so it wasn't super deep, but it was deep enough where it probably nicked the arteries or whatever, and he's trying to make it back to the tent for whatever reason. Not that that's any safer than <laughs> fabric walls, you know what I'm saying? Um, uh, the the So the – when he was when he died in the tent and the camera was kind of panning and you know it shows him and then pans back and the coloration that he's got from being there for a while mm-hmm. it was like a purplish blue it, i think they nailed that i mm-hmm. i i really like that like he was there he was frozen for a while he's not really decomposing he's you know freezing because his body's not generating any thermal energy anymore um nice brain dead t-shirt i love that I love that reference. I was like, that's that's pretty cool. Uh, here's a reference that I don't know if any of any one of you guys picked up on, but when they were saying fortune and glory. Oh, Indiana fortune. Jones, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I got it written down right here. And you notice right? they said it in English? Yeah, yeah Temple yeah. of Doom. Yeah, Temple yeah, of Doom, Temple right? Of Doom, so buddy. that took I was like, that was Temple of Doom right there. They put some Indiana Jones into this along with the Evil Dead stuff, right? Uh, that's cool, Tim. You picked up on that. Mm-hmm. I'll be back scene made me laugh. <laughs> so when Erlen was going to use the shitter and he's like, I'll be back. I, I, I actually. Well, that's ha- how they've learned all their English. Right, yeah, yeah. American movies. <laughs> From an Austrian actor. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, nothing like screwing on a toilet right after you shit. I had that's to put fucking revolting. Yeah. Uh, decent zombie hand reveal. Uh, looked like it was like latex and cotton when you first see one of the Nazi hands down and grabbing something out of the snow, right? It looked like that's what they were doing. But it was a pretty quick shot. But it, it, it made the point what they were trying to do there. Um, I made a note here that I hate fast zombies because I absolutely fucking can't stand fast <laughs> zombies. I just can't get my mind around it. If they've been dead for so long, then shit starts to break down. Right, but did but, you did but did you feel that way towards these guys? Well, you know what? I figured that maybe the thought that went through my head on that is a good question, Tim. Was that you know the Nazis were up to some pretty crazy scientific shit? So I'm yeah, trying to get this are... the benefit of the doubt and think that maybe no. you know you know how you got these other movies. <laughs> no. these the are scientific... these are supernatural zombies. These aren't medical yeah. virus zombies. That's true. So all Hitler was about. all about the fucking occult and yeah, exactly immortality and weird occult stuff. These I'll are give, these are zombies that are. <laughs> I'll give it a little sidestep, just a little, but I still am going to make it known that I hate fast zombies. I really, I really do. I think there's power in numbers. You get overwhelmed, right? Yeah. <clears throat> um. Nice shot with the severed head in the window. I like how they held her head up in the window. Yeah. And, and she's like, oh, oh, hey. And then they pulled it up and it's severed and thrown aside. I thought that was a really cool effect. Um, there's quite a, quite a bit of, of uh, indirect effects where the, the slice is coming through and then they cut and then you see blood and things like that. But they made up for it with all the other practical effects that they did, right? So it's like they didn't want to spend too much time on every single effect, which is okay. I mean, that'll carry this. That'll carry the movie through as well. Uh, Erlen's death looked pretty good. Uh, nice detail with the brain falling on the ground and splatting. Um, yep. The brain looked like a dark purple-ish. Uh, could have been a little bit lighter pink or whatever, but I mean, I thought it was really good when it splatted on the ground. I'm like, okay, yeah, ripped apart. 
that that whole scene looked pretty good. Um, there was a lot of cuts going on right there as well, kind of like in uh, previous movies that we've kind of gone through. Um, it cuts, cuts, and then the head's there, and they pull it apart really fast. They don't spend a lot of time camera-wise on it, but you, it does get the point across, and you're like, ugh, it's kind of cringeworthy. Uh, the continuity throughout the whole film is actually pretty good with the blood on the females, like Liv and stuff. She always had that blood that was right where it was. Yeah. Right where it was. And, and to me, it seemed like it didn't move, but throughout the whole, like after she gets splattered with it, it seemed like it was staying right where it needed to stay. And it, for me, it continued that continuity for me. Absolutely. 100%. I thought that was fantastic continuity and nice, nice look at the, uh, or uh, nice to keep that level like that. I hate seeing when shit changes. I can't. You want to know what I hate? I hate that talking to you has made me hyper aware of this shit, and I'm watching movies, and that's all I can see. That's what I hate. I do the same thing to myself, Tim, man. And I, sometimes I'm like, why did I even get into this stuff? I'm ruining shit for myself. Like, right? I just want to enjoy the movie. No, nope, that, that's not the right spot anymore. <laughs> I don't see any of it. He deal, he'll, I can hear Aaron go on about a movie, and it has 10,000 discrepancies and, and failures to follow continuity. I don't spot a single one of them. I noticed continuity is one of my big things. Continuity is one of my big things that I... I, I I tend to just because you want the effect to look good and you want it to, to you know, bring the movie alive. And then when you see it move, like you see a mole move or something, you're like, what? That doesn't look right. Uh, creepy severed head in cave. So Sarah's head. Yeah, I thought that was almost like it. It made me flash back to like the ring in the closet. Yeah. Where it's like that quick right? flash the, the scene. Eye, yeah. yeah, and the eyes droopy and, and things like that, right? Um, I thought that the zombie that came up out of that cave was kind of cheesy, but I mean, maybe it was supposed to be. Uh, and I found that the the makeup on the first reveal of that Nazi zombie was kind of muddy a little bit. Mm. Uh, I thought like the, the, the highs should have been just accented just a little bit more to make his eyes sink in. And it was really muddy. And I was like, oh man, that could look quite a bit quite a bit more creepy and, and a little more, you know, like a really crazy looking Nazi zombie. But I mean, on the grand scale of things, there was a lot of makeup that they were doing in this and they decided to choose that one to go forward. Okay. You know, uh, maybe a good decision, maybe a bad decision. I picked up on it. I was like, okay, whatever. We'll keep watching and see what happens. Uh, dangling by an intestine. So, I know that we're watching horror flicks, and I know we're picking them apart a bit, and and things like. Are you really about to sit here and tell me a movie about zombie Nazis is unrealistic (laughs) because you can't hold on to fucking intestines? Is that where you're going with this? You know how slippery that thing is. Yeah, that's it. That's where he's going. He's going. I am, man. That thing's slippery. I mean, they're 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 covered in a certain mucus. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. What happens when that mucus gets cold, bro? (laughs) It's like licking a licking a pole. You're gonna stick to that sucker. What? Where the viscosity helps you hold, it provides grip. (laughs) I don't know. That thing would be super slippery, man. Unless you did that little leg hold thing. That's like holding a a rope stuck in maple syrup. You're going to stick right to it. There is some sort of lubrication around your intestines so that you can move your body around. So it's going to be slippery. And then if it sits there for fucking 40 years because they're Nazis and they're zombies... That lubrication ain't there no more. Well, you know what? This is going to be something that we disagree with for the rest of our lives. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. And I will. I'll bring it up. (laughs) There's going to be a callback. Yeah. (laughs) You remember that time? There's no way he could have hung on those intestines. I can't even read my notes. Sir, this is his funeral. Pure white suits. I didn't understand that. And you better not bring something up about intestines and shit that I just mentioned. But the pure white suits, like, how it's old? snow camo. Yeah, but where, are they, where, where did they put these suits? Like, in a locker in the cave to keep them that white? Maybe. Like, I, I, I didn't understand that part. I wish they were just a little bit dirty. I, you know, like, like they were 
He probably got them out of the tent from that weird dude. Well, they didn't explain it in Test Time, uh, man. Use your imagination. Hot <laughs> uh, foam or gelatin prosthetics. That's what I. Uh, that's what I saw throughout this whole thing. Uh, they didn't use um, the phone earlier. That really kind of threw me off. I was like, why didn't they just use the phone earlier to make an emergency call? Like you said, Josh, right? Uh, um, and then the battery went dead. It's like, well, if they would have used it yesterday, <laughs> they would have been fine. Um, now that's a sled upgrade with the big gun on the front of it. Uh, Buddy gets his torn, uh, his body torn apart. It was it was kind of cheesy, uh, but it followed along the, the the same premise of the movie, which kind of added to it. I loved it, um, but you could tell it was like mannequin legs and stuff that they just kind of fixed up to make it look like. That's the way that I looked at it. It looked like pieces of a mannequin being being pulled apart. Right. Um, the tree scene uh, had two zombies uh, uh, at the base of it. Um, to get the chick in the tree. One of the zombie's hands, when he's climbing, is completely flesh-toned. Yeah, Did anybody else see that? Yeah, normal-looking yeah. hand. He yeah. was climbing up, and it was completely flesh It was normal. It, was just an, it wasn't dead. It wasn't discolored. It wasn't anything. It was just a normal. Well, at least put a glove <laughs> on him. Yeah, yeah. Um, I caught that. Uh, I don't think it would take that long to cut through an arm with a chainsaw. That was, you know, another thing. Uh, intestine caught on a tree was awesome. Uh, Herzog's skull. Well, what about the viscosity of the intestine? It wouldn't <laughs> stick to the tree. It would have slid right off. <laughs> I feel like I, Josh was mocking you there, Aaron. He was. I, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I feel like that was an absolute mocking tone. Hey, I'm all about realism, and that wasn't real. <laughs> realism. Back to, be, to the zombies. But to be <laughs> fair, Aaron, I didn't think there was Nazi zombies either. <laughs> Shut up, Tim. Uh, okay, so Herzog's skull. You know, he's wearing that forge cap, and he's got that skull up there. I noticed that every time I saw it, one time it was crooked. Next time it was straight. Next time I saw him, it was crooked again. And I'm like... Really, Herzog, get your shit together. Yeah, like he's a German, and and you got to have your uniform in pristine order. Doesn't matter if you have rotten flesh come off. At least keep <laughs> that thing straight, right? And that's what those are my notes. Are there any questions, my young apprentice? I believe we. <laughs> those are some good notes. <laughs> I believe we covered everything too. Yes. But yeah, throughout oh, the whole show, it was like hot foam, and it would have been a it would have been bliss to work on this if it was chilly out because they could apply that. The actors could be you know outside. You want to worry about heat problems, sweat, that kind of thing. Um, it would have been absolutely a dream to uh, to apply that stuff. Uh, I don't know what kind of accommodations they had up on the side of a mountain or whatever, but if they had that cabin, they could just reside in there. And yeah, it would have been a pretty cool shoot to be uh, on board with all the blood, the, the contrast between the blood and the snow and, and that kind of thing. So I thought it was a pretty cool movie myself. Nice. Yeah, yeah. it was, it was definitely, definitely up there. Definitely up there. Tim. Yeah. You know what time it is. <laughs> yeah. You know what time it is. I do. Trivia time of Tim. okay the nazi zombies in this film are a combination of typical zombies in popular culture but also ancient norse mythical beings known as the draug a draug is an undead being who would inhabit graves often the graves of important men and as they often had treasures in them, a drow would protect these treasures as if they were their own. Like Skyrim. I was just yep. going to say that. A Draugr. Mm. Yeah. The original name was going to be Red Snow. As in tribute to the Swedish-Norwegian miniseries of the same name. Uh, this film's main trailer shows black and white World War II archive footage, including battleships parachuting, uh, a command room featuring Adolf Hitler, and uh, you know all that stuff. But this material was not actually seen in the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, the character of Erland uh, wears a T-shirt featuring the words "Brain Dead." Sure does. 
Um, his demise at the hands of zombies is exactly the same as the first zombie kill in the low-budget brain-dead movie from 1992. The zombie gouges the victim's eyes and splits his skull in half, which I thought was cool. Uh, when fighting the zombies at the end, Roy holds up a hammer and a sickle. Hey. <laughs> it's that's funny, funny because that's the uh, symbol yeah. of communism, of which uh, you know, Nazis were pretty keen on. <laughs> they were pretty keen on it. <laughs> it's kind of their thing. Early on in the film, Hannah claims that she's claustrophobic. But later, she's buried under the snow under an avalanche. Pretty much all, all the deaths are uh, foreshadowed. Yeah. Which I uh, really like. One character asked Roy if medical school taught him what to do if his intestines were pulled out. This happens to Roy near the end of the film. Foreshadow. Foreshadow. We're going to switch it up to a little bit of goofs. <laughs> Go ahead to the goofs. So this is a character error. Chris claims the movie April Fool's Day was made in 1984 when in fact she's off by two fucking years. That's not a character error. She's just wrong. Yeah, that's the character. It's a goof. It's in is is an error. She's yeah, she's but that's erring? because the guy's like proving that he's he's more knowledgeable than her. Hey, this is a shout out to my boy Aaron. The skull badge on Colonel Herzog's hat changes from crooked to straight throughout the movie. Ah, <laughs> the only one that noticed it. And intestines are slippery, just so everybody knows. Uh, this is also a shout out to my boy Aaron when one of the zombies climbs in a tree one can clearly see the hand is skin colored and not greenish as it was supposed to be all the zombies are greenish in skin color uh, when the zombies rip one of the men apart it's very obvious that his legs are holding uh, the legs they're holding are from a mannequin uh, one of the zombies yeah I know it's like you wrote zombies. it. Will you let me speak it? <laughs> you may proceed. <laughs> one of the zombies, one of the two chasing the girl up the tree, is wearing a white snow camouflage jacket. The jacket shows plastic parts, which is completely made out of plastic. Whoever wrote this is an idiot. <laughs> which can only be found on modern day jackets. Maybe this zombie took it away from an earlier victim, but all the other others wear original war gear that was supposed to be, uh, you know, World War II. And this was way too modern. Herzog is described and credited as a colonel. However, he wears a cap with a... Uh, I'm not even going to try to butcher that. Uh, in uh, insignia. That is not uh, for a colonel. Yeah, uh, yeah. So he's he's got the wrong insignia on it, or he's he's credited the wrong rank, and that's all the shit I got to say about that. Driven top of team, including goofs. Excellent. All right, um, we're gonna do some final reviews here. So tonight, I'm gonna go first. <clears throat> I wish I could share the same sentiments as everybody, but nobody's gone yet. So allow me to start fresh. <laughs> um, oh this movie holds up. So we reviewed this movie like three years ago, Tim, oh, when we you, did it. We reviewed it. This was going to be part of my trivia, but I forgot to say it. We visited this movie all the way back on March 2nd. 2017 it was it was our it was episode 15 and what's Ooh. fucking cool is what episode is this adam 115 uh, it's almost on purpose but we didn't i assure it you rhymes it always comes back around we shoot you not it was totally by accident 100 episodes later and we're talking about the same friggin' movie then again the original episode we also reviewed part two all in the same so it's all good. But still, Dead Snow. There we go. 100 episodes later, three and some odd years, and I still like this movie a lot. 
it's the movie holds up it's it's well done it is a movie that follows the cliches of horror it doesn't take itself seriously it in fact has fun with the characters with the dialogue the scenarios the blood the guts the gore the slippery intestines whatever the fuck you want to say (laughs) it's all there and it's all fun and it's all there for the horror fans to enjoy It was made shoestring budget, you can tell, compared to a lot of movies, but there's love in this movie. This is the kind of movie that was made, written, directed, produced, basically by the fans for the fans. You can feel that. The energy is there with this movie. And there's a good reason why the guy went on to do some other things and then come back to it for a sequel later, which we'll talk about another day, but, you know, the sequel... Spoiler next episode. Spoiler! Come back to see what we think of the sequel, apparently. Um, uh, Let's see here. Clichés, once again, we talked about this. Cabin in the Woods, isolation, no phone, uh, you know, uh, student-aged people. There's omens and warnings. It's all there. Um, I agree. The first time that I ever seen this, I was kind of like, I'm not a huge fan of Fast Zombies either, Aaron. I, I will say that too. But after kind of going through this you know, I realize that there is a supernatural aspect to this. Obviously, they're not just zombies for the sake of being zombies. Like we were talking about, they're draug characters or wraiths type of characters. You know, they're drawn to something that belonged to them in life, as it were, and they're they're drawn in death to recover this. So, you know, it's 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 interesting that way or protect it. So, I I, I kind of take it as that, and and I I can kind of enjoy it a little bit more in that way. And who doesn't love a good uh, wartime zombie type of creature character? You've got some really good ones like Overlord, which me and Tim have always had some good love for. Um, Loved it. Frankenstein's Army is fun. And in fact, the original uh, short films of Frankenstein's Army are based on worst case scenario or some of the best fucking effects work in a short film you'll ever see. So if you've never seen it, Aaron, worst case scenario, you need to look them up. You'll like it. Okay. Uh, and and I love this stuff. So to, to, to throw all of our favorite cliches from horror movies into one mix and just throw a bunch of blood and guts at it, it's fun. It, it is truly a fun movie. And I love the cliffhanger type ending in this movie, too. I thought it was great the way that they did it. All in all, uh, this movie kind of tickles all the right notes. It, it, it sits well with me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and my mind still hasn't changed. And, and in terms of how we rate things nowadays, I'm going full R. It is recommended. This movie is recommended, folks. Doing full R. Full R. Um, I share many of the same sentiments. <laughs> Thank you. Love because you it needed to, it needed to be said. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I I loved this movie three years ago. I technically loved this movie five years ago when I first watched it. Um, I feel like this is very much the kind of movie that I would make if I was able to make a movie, where it's it's taking something that I love or a bunch of different things that I love and throwing it all together in a pot and this is what I produced. Um, it was just the right amount of like everything. And like you said, Adam, it, it, it it didn't have the biggest budget, but it, it, what it, what it lacked in money and made up for in love. They made this movie with their hearts. Um, I love the setting. Um, I feel this movie cashed in obviously on the call of duty, Nazi zombie craze. Um, you know, um, that was, you know, around the time it was made back in 2009. Um, I loved it. I loved it. Um, there's not really that much that I can say that I haven't already said in the last one. Um, I thought the effects work was great. I thought the, 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 um, nods to evil dead and other, other forms of pulp culture were great. Um, Aaron brought up the Indiana Jones quote that was said in English, and that was that was like, yeah, these guys are like us, right? Yeah. Um, I thought the acting was pretty good um, for the type of movie it was. Um, yeah, I liked it. I I really liked it. Um, 
first time I watched it, I wasn't expecting it to go full Evil Dead like it did. Like, the, the, the Raimi quick shots. I was like, damn, they're doing it. And then, like, he's cutting off his hand, and then this. And I was like, holy shit. Like, yeah. Um, I love this movie. I'm, I am also going to give it a R. Nice. Aaron. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is just a roller coaster ride, this one. I, uh, like, uh, I, I think I, I, I share the same sentiments. Yes. <laughs> That's what I've started. I know. Uh, that word's never leaving this, uh, this situation. But um, I, I, I guess when I first saw this i'm like are they ripping off evil dead and i was getting a little disappointed i got a little disappointed thinking that that's exactly what was going on um initially for the first i don't know half hour hour into it i'm like uh man like why couldn't they just do what they do and make their own film and you know but you know when you look at something like that and and you just like what we are, we're huge fans of, of Evil Dead 1, 2, Army of Darkness, that kind of thing, Ash versus Evil Dead. If, if you're big fans with, with a movie and you love it so much and you want to make a movie that kind of shines when it comes to that kind of thing, um, then go for it, man. And put your little nuances into it. Put your little one-liners into it. Have the shirts displayed. And they did it all right. And after yep. after about yep. an hour of watching this, that's what I felt. I felt like, you know, it wasn't more. It it wasn't a situation where they were trying to recreate the Evil Dead, um, but they were trying to uh, put it up on a pedestal, kind of like the Gold Idol in Indiana Jones, I guess. Um, Look what but, you did right there. You like that? Yeah. You like that? <laughs> <laughs> but they they you know that's. The, with this, I think they were giving it an homage, and they and and it was a different way of looking at it. Instead of having the deadites, they had the the Nazis, right? And I I love that stuff. I'm a huge you know World War II buff. Um, I, I I loved history uh, when it came around that stuff. Didn't like what you know obviously what the wars were about and things, but I. I I find myself looking at documentaries and, and things like that when it comes to to the Nazis, and of course you know Indiana Jones does have the battle between the good and the bad as well, which involves the Nazis, right? Absolutely. So, um, I love, I love the fight between good and evil like that. And, 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 you know, fighting against tyranny. And, and I got that little feeling after a while when I was watching this film, I love the blood and guts. This again is a heavy effects film. Um, with just a couple little mistakes here and there. And if you're not watching it and you're not completely in tune with every little movement, then you won't catch those little problems that we threw out there. And I think, you know what? If you sit down and you watch this, you're going to have a blast doing it. If you like reading captions. A lot of people don't like watching a movie when you've got to read the dialogue. Um, I know a lot of, of friends of mine don't like that. They just like to sit down and, and, and listen and not read. They want to pay attention to what's going on on screen. And that in some ways does take away from all the effects work, especially when you're, you know, you don't live around there and you don't understand the language. Um, but you know what? There was so much, so many cool effects and everything going on in this film that if you did miss some, you're still going to see a whole bunch of it. Do you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, like, it was 100%. that type of movie that lent itself to. Um, right. You might not speak the language, but you knew what they were saying. Like, right. You, you, you like, don't really need it, subtitles for. Ah! Yeah, yeah, the sub, yeah. With the subtitles going, like, I don't mind watching a, a, a film with subtitles. I honestly have never minded doing that stuff. Um, uh, so yeah, I. You know what? I'm giving this an R. I'm giving this an R and and I'm going to give it an R because it's got awesome effects in it. Some of the stuff is a little muddy, but you know what? They, they did a fantastic on a mountain. That's what I'm saying. Right. I know. I know. And, uh, yeah. Um, intestines are slippery. (laughs) 40 year old Nazi zombie intestines are not slippery. 40, 40, Josh. 40-year-old? Well, a little more than 40. <laughs> when did World War II didn't happen in 1979. No, but when did the Nazis die? They've been hiding out in that cave for a while. 
Ugh. They probably didn't die right when World War Two ended. Damn, whatever. Josh, please proceed <laughs> with your finals and your and your review for us. Regale. I adored Regale. this film. I, I loved it. I loved every second of it. I was eating it up with a spoon. I was like, oh, yeah, more, more Rami references. Oh, give me some more. Give me some more. Pump and it into the vein. Oh, yeah. And Buddy's wearing the brain dead shirt. I was like, oh, yes. And then he gets the snowmobile, and he, he blows his face off with the snowmobile, just like he did with the, the lawnmower and brain dead. I was like, oh, more, more, more. And there's some flash shots, and then they chop his arm off with a chainsaw. And then the boss fight. The boss fight when there's, like, a hundred Nazi zombies just swarming them, and they're swinging a hammer, and they're chopping them up with the chainsaw. It was beautiful. <laughs> this movie is going to receive the highest rank. I'm going to give this movie, which has subtitles, which previously has stopped excellent movies from reaching this rank. This movie deserves an X. And here's the problem. That top shelf only fits seven movies so now i gotta create another top shelf to double up so now this shelf has to fit more than seven movies well better get a bigger shelf i'm gonna need a bigger shelf this is ikea man i absolutely adored this film (laughs) this movie now sits in the halls of honor with josh the top shelf and it also you know it's a foreign film it is the first foreign film to reach that top shelf wow Okay. Glad we talked about this tonight. I'm I'm happy that we did too because Josh is like, oh, this is why we were kind of like, yeah, maybe we'll do this another night. Josh is like, we already watched it. We're talking about it. <laughs> he had all this emotion to get out. This is wonderful, Josh. I adore this film. You adore. And you know what, Josh? You definitely need to hook yourself up with this that poster because that would look so good in your yeah. That would look good in your collection there, bud. Yeah. The poster yeah. is dope. The movie is dope. The- in the yeah. basement barren building, all yeah. the X-rated films are going to have a poster. The movies that he has given X ratings to, not yeah. actual X-rated yeah. films, folks. That was, <laughs> I don't think the Good wife Dallas. would appreciate that. <laughs> Deep <laughs> throat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what kind of a basement is this? <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Excellent. So we have an excellent and three R ratings for a movie that is absolutely thoroughly enjoyable, and I can't wait to talk to this, talk about the sequel with you guys. So it better not suck. I'm kind of nervous I'll now for sour. Josh to watch. I'm kind of nervous for Josh to watch Red versus Dead. Like I'm, I'm scared that he's gonna because the Raimi references. I felt were more in the first one. They are more in the first one. The, the, the second one's still a cliched horror movie, but it's like the first one's cliched to the Evil Dead side more than anything in the sequel. Well, you'll see, Josh. You'll see. It's not bad. I liked it. It's a good sequel. It I like it a lot. It does everything that a sequel should do. It continues the story, ups the stakes. Like it's, but it's not on a mountain anymore with a cabin of like eight medical students you know what i'm saying like it's a little different it, but but it it ups the it ups the friggin violence it, yeah, and it, gore it, it ups a it a little bit like, it does up everything a little bit it's like I crank i haven't seen it either so i, I good call it is like crank it is it's like crank man like it goes friggin nuts and balls out in the sequel it's good all right so we're gonna have fun with that one next time folks so please do stay tuned and thank you very much for joining us tonight when we have revisited the wonderful Dodd Snow, or Dead Snow as it is, and uh, in, uh, enlightened Josh and Aaron with yet another great movie that they can add to the wonderful world of horror that they now are knowledgeable on. So, thank you for joining us. Check us out on Facebook, Misunderstood Our Company. Like, share, and subscribe. We're also on YouTube, Misunderstood Our Company. Like, share, and subscribe. We produce audio copies of all of these episodes on all the major podcasting platforms, including but not limited to Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, and Amazon Music. We're also on Patreon. Open up your hearts and your wallet. Time to buy Tim that coffee. And please. <laughs> and until next time, Josh. There are no good jokes that which do not contain pee, poo, or sperm. <laughs> well said. Aaron.
Remember, folks, when you're dangling off a cliff, don't grab onto a slippery intestine. You will definitely fall to your death. Slip. <laughs> Tim! Stay safe. Stay spooky. And until next time, see you later, folks. Good night. <laughs>